That was such a fast pee on my part. I'm very impressed. I was about to say, (laughs) world record. Hey, everyone. Welcome to It's Not Me, It's COVID with Courtney Allen. I'm your host, Courtney. This podcast series is going to be all about dating during COVID. Yes, we are in a pandemic and don't know how long this is going to last. But people want that attention, affection, and connection. So why the fuck not make a podcast all about that? Zoom calls, FaceTime dates, texting, dating apps, ghosting, how hard it is to actually date, especially during this time in our lives. And who knows, maybe some one-on-one socially distanced dates. We're going to talk all about that. So strap in and feel the feels. Hope you like it, because here we go. What's up, what's up, what's up, everyone? Episode 12, here we are. This is what we're doing, you know, you know, you know. What's new? Um, It was Hanukkah. Well, is it eight? eight? I mean, it's still Hanukkah, but we celebrated Hanukkah on last Friday. And let me tell you, my mom makes the best latkes in the world, and they were the best latkes in the world. They were so good. They were perfect. They're perfect. I was in such a food coma because if you haven't had a latka, it's like a potato pancake for all my non-Jews out there. Or, I mean, my non-Jews, they do know what potato pancake latkas. Anyway, so they're just so good. They're so crunchy, but then gooey on the inside and just, I just, I love them so much. That's really it. (laughs) That's all that I got. Um, Yeah, I just can't believe that the holidays are coming up. The holidays are... I mean, they're already here, but like Christmas and New Year's, it's this year has fucking gone by, man. It really, really has. And it makes me excited to see what this podcast is going to turn into next year. I'm stoked. I, I, 2021 is going to be better than 2020. That's that. Yeah, that's, that's, it just can only get better. I am so excited to have one of my very good friends, Ryan Horgan, on this episode this week. So this episode's going to be a little bit different. I know this is all about dating, but I feel like at this time, people, including myself, we're struggling. We're struggling really hard to stay in that positive mindset and not be down on ourselves and just just have a clear head and a clear heart and be just happy, <laughs> just happy. And Ryan, I always come to him when I need advice or when I need some motivation because he just, he knows exactly what to say. And he, I think he should be a motivational speaker because just the way that he sees life is so positive, even when you're in not the best place. And so I wanted to talk about how to cope during this time, during the holidays, during the end of the year, and kind of, we don't know what's going to happen next year, but dealing with the unknown and just... Yeah, it's I know I know it this isn't a dating episode, but I really do think that this is a good episode to put out. And I'm excited for it. I think it's really fucking good. I hope you all enjoy it and I hope that you keep listening after it since it's not this is a dating podcast. Hello. But you know what I mean? So, yeah, let's just let's fucking do it. I pee so fast, but I have to pee all the time. That's my struggle. Or if I have to keep it in, I will, I mean, I, I pee for like two minutes, so I don't know Sounds what's like better. you've gotten a lot of practice. Well, <laughs> you know, when you have a small bladder, you got to do what you got to do. <laughs> That's fair. 
Anyway, let's get this going. Let's get freaking episode 12 started. Ryan, hey, this is Ryan Horgan with us on episode 12. Hey, hey yes. Courtney, how's it hey. going? <laughs> yes, good. Glad to be here. I'm so happy you are here. I am so happy that like you were the fir- one of the first people that I even told about this podcast and got I didn't me know that actually. Yeah, you I remember I was telling you about it. You got me so motivated to just fucking do it. I was like, you know you what? Know, that <laughs> just makes me feel amazing. I love that. It's true. It's so true. I always come to you when I have an idea or when well, we'll talk about all that. But Ryan, tell the world or how many listeners I have who you are, what you do, all that good shit. My name is Ryan Horgan, Um, accountant by day. I don't know what else the rest of the time, but by the end of this podcast, if you're thinking of a stereotypical accountant, I would love to talk to you and find out why. (laughs) Um, Besides that, I grew up in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and California, my uh, hometown, my hometown. <laughs> yeah. I still like represent. So crazy. I still can't believe when you said you're from the air. I was like, what? I was like, how are you from this? How? I made no sense. I'm sorry. I cut you off. I just, every time that you say that, I still can't believe that we lived in the same hometown. Hey, Westlake just puts out winners. I don't know what to tell you. You are right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, so I, I'm from a whole bunch of different places. Um, I've traveled a lot. I lived in Canada the past three years. um, And I grew up, I had a huge passion for sports. I am a true believer that sports teaches you a lot about life at a very young age, um, which we can get into a little bit later. But Mm -hmm. um, so I ran track in college for Wake Forest. And now I'm living in North Carolina, loving it um weather's great people are great here we are yeah here we are and i love telling i can't wait for people to hear how we met so we met it was a little bit over a year ago at one of our mutual friends housewarming parties and i remember the first time like the first couple minutes we talked i was like oh this dude's gonna be my life i was like oh (laughs) i think i think we're gonna be friends and I just remember the whole night we we just become best friends yeah literally seriously like we just kept going like conversation conversation I was like dude why haven't I met this kid before like why haven't we met till now and that was that's the only time that we've seen each other in person yeah no it's kind of hilarious how we've stayed friends like just virtually throughout this whole thing I know it's crazy like from I remember I from sending music that's how we first started like communicating we were sending each other music because we both have such a passion for music and then uh, just started talking more and now you're like I, you're one of my closest guy friends and I love it yeah no it just developed out of nowhere and that's like you know the quintessential really good friendships like are yeah. just like hey I wasn't expecting this but like I think you're pretty cool actually so you know you just keep on keeping on I guess but here we I, are I really uh, I really like it because like when it shows that there's like effort but it doesn't feel like effort. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like when it's just like easy and like, you know, that like you're still putting in effort, but it doesn't feel like it. It's, it's good. It's good times. You're good people. We are good people. We are good people. And one of my favorite things that about you that, which is why I wanted you on my podcast in the first place, I always come to you when I need some motivation or I need some positivity in my life. 
because you were so I got what you need yeah it, but it's true like you're so good and you will tell all about your philosophy on how you think and just the, the things that you say i'm like dude like this guy needs to write a book like he needs to be like a motivational speaker or something like that and i believe yes my podcast is about dating but i think there's something at least for this episode i want to talk about more than just dating and also it's my podcast so i can do whatever the fuck i want <laughs> yes you can thank you and i really just want to talk about during this time in our lives we've been through this pandemic for eight nine months it's not getting better the cases are rising it's during the holidays when there's so many things that we usually during the holiday time and it's not happening and people's mental health is not doing the best and i everyone needs to hear ryan's voice right now we need to hear some positivity and just words of just helping others and because that's what you do you you uh, i i i'm trying to think like other things to say but you're just such a good person and no, i mean let's not get this twisted <laughs> this is like you your whole entire thing with this podcast like i i've listened to every episode and i love how uncut unfiltered like just pure courtney you get in this and that's me i think that a lot of your messages in this like the one major thing that I've seen that was concurrent across all your podcasts that you've had so far is that people are dealing with something, right? Mm -hmm. And everybody has their unique battle that is going on for them. And while a lot of those battles existed before coronavirus, it's kind of gotten to a point where you know, now they have an exclamation point on their issue. Um, it's kind of like throwing gas on the fire. Yeah. And so I wrote down a quote from your last yeah. podcast and Aww. I didn't want to tell you what it is yet um, just because I wanted like a live reaction. Oh, but, God. So. <laughs> Here we go. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm ready. Don't kill me for this, but I, I promise there's a reason for going into it. Okay. So quote Courtney, I'm not going to read it in your voice. <laughs> you can. If you want to try, you can. I don't even know how to do that, but okay, here it is. Um, then I walked, uh, then I worked on myself really fucking hard, mentally, emotionally, physically. Like I completely changed my life around because I was just in a dark place. Oh, that got me emotional. Fuck. You went from okay, Cupid <laughs> to like literally dapping up Cupid. Like, I am so proud of your journey and I feel like oh, it's a microcosm of like what a lot of people need to hear right now. The overarching message is that sometimes it takes going through some shit to get to a great place. Mm -hmm. Like a muscle, we mm. all have to be broken down to be built up. Mm -hmm. So like I, I mentioned at the intro that I really like sports analogies. Sports really taught me a lot growing up. Um, about like how to be like an effective human being, like how to be a good person, mm -hmm. which to a lot of people, you're like, how in the world? <laughs> Hear me out. So I ran track. Yes. In track, hard work paid off. The people who were running a lot of miles tended to do better. The people who did consistently over time, not 
just a hundred miles one week and then zero for the rest of the year. I'm talking like, you know, throughout the year consistency in the same way, like, you know, if you are working on yourself as a human being consistently over time, you're going to be like breaking yourself down, but building yourself up at the same time. And sometimes it takes something bad happening like coronavirus to finally like, you know, break your muscles down of Mm -hmm. who you are to the point where you're actually starting to grow. Maybe you weren't breaking yourself hardly. Maybe, you know, you were just at the gym and you did one squat and you picked up those one pound dumbbells and you did one curl and you really tried hard and then you just put it down. But COVID made you do, you know, squats with 200 pounds on your back. It made you go do those, those preacher curls with fifties. And, you know, it was probably more than you were able or expecting to do at the time, but through time over the virus, you've probably gotten a lot better at it and you've probably grown in some way. And, you know, the reason why I, I think this way is because um, when I was younger, I almost died. And I realized that we have a very short period of time on this earth to do whatever it is that we feel like we're called to do. And I'm really inspired by your journey because you are a perfect example of someone who was going through some hard times. And you in your last podcast talked about how you started working on yourself. You started working out, you started, you know, going after things to put yourself, your life on a good trajectory. And this is the point that I want to make. We all have the choice to try and take something bad that happened to us and either put it in a positive or a negative direction. And so what I really want to challenge, like, you know, your listeners Anybody listening to us talk, whatever you're going through right now, first off, I'm sorry. You know, I feel my heart goes out to you. But I want you to know, like, this is a really long road that we're on. And you have the power to take life in your hands and whatever life throws at you and turn it into something positive. And so that is, uh, that's my spiel. Oh, God, I'm getting so emotional. <laughs> no, sorry for the long rant, but. No, but this is, but like I said, this is why I wanted you on this podcast. That is exactly, exactly it. Like, oh, huh. I just need like, oh my gosh, I just got so emotional after you saying that. It's crazy. I, I would love the listeners to hear about your journey during COVID what has how has the world turned upside down for you yeah so i was traveling 70 percent of the year um pre-covid and you know it it was just enough time to be in a spot for a little bit kind of get my roots and then it was time to pack up and leave again and i got really adjusted to that lifestyle Mm -hmm. um then all of a sudden it, it cut. And, you know, I, I work a lot at my job. Um, I love the people in my job. I, I love what I do, but you know, sometimes it, it takes a little bit of a, a strain. Um, mm-hmm. So 
I think slowing down and being in one place, it allowed me to, to get in a routine that I haven't been able to do in a very long time. And mm-hmm. I didn't realize that, you know, I wasn't taking care of myself perfectly, but I was never in one spot long enough to realize, you know, that I wasn't taking care of myself, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, absolutely. Sometimes it takes a little bit of like consistency to, to see your, your issues. If you're always on the move, you're probably not sitting still and like thinking, you know, about whatever is going on in your life. But I, uh, <laughs> I realized it was the first time I stepped on a scale since um, I don't know when. And I put on 30 pounds since college, which to be expected coming from a collegiate runner to no longer running. Um, and then I started working out a ton um, lifting and in the same way as running, I really love it because it kind of like teaches you again, hard work pays off. Mm -hmm. And so like the first day you go into the gym, number one mistake most people make is that they go for the heavy stuff. Yep. They go for the ego lifting. They see that like beautiful human being, male or female off in the corner that is just killing it. And they're like, wow, I, I need to compete against them. However, what's best for you is really to compete against yourself. Like, what can you do effectively? And this, again, sports metaphors. Do what you can do and do it well. Mm -hmm. And over time, you will be that person in the corner, that person who people look at and say, how do you do that? You know, Mm -hmm. it's the same thing. I'd like to get your thoughts on like you and singing, right? And performing. When you were in high school, you were probably looking at people in the movies and on stage in like Hollywood and Broadway and thinking like, wow, that's amazing. But like, you know, you realize it takes a lot of hard work to get there and you have to take those baby steps, right? Yep. So I'd be interested to get your thoughts. Like how, how have you seen like in your life, like moments where like you realized you had a dream and like how did you like kind of figure out how to get there oh god I'm still trying to get there that's the struggle I honestly thought well when I first was in high school I thought that I wasn't gonna go to college me and my dad had a plan I was gonna go straight to New York start auditioning start um taking classes doing my thing and I was gonna be on Broadway in like a couple of years like it's not a big deal because I'm I'm talented and I can do it And thank God that didn't happen. And thank God that my mom was like, no, you're going to college because I had to learn so much more about myself. And even moving to New York at 22, that's a huge fucking step. If I moved at 18, the city would have eaten me alive. (laughs) And still, even as soon as I got to New York, I still took a whole year of conservatory learning about really who I wanted to be as an artist And I found that nothing against my college training, but they were more classic. When I'm not, I sing pop. I sing pop rock. I can sing Lady Gaga like no other. And I was learning so much about myself. And once getting out of conservatory, I still thought it was going to be easy. I got into my, um, I would go to the auditions. I would get the callbacks. I would get so close, but there was some reason why I wouldn't make it there. And it's even still now, like what, I was in New York for four years. 
and I'm still fucking struggling. I also realize that the entertainment industry, the theater industry is more fucked than people think it is, especially mm. when it deals with type and how you look. That's a huge factor. I understand that, but people need to get out of the fucking, uh, not, I guess, get out of the gutter. And it's like, there's so much more to that. So I'm still trying to figure out how to get to that dream. And I don't know when it's yeah. going to happen because COVID. So yeah. <laughs> it, it's, it's still a process. Like you said, with like lifting weights or doing a sport, it's such a long process to figure it all out. For sure. And you have and to take the baby steps. Remember, it's, it's not me. It's COVID. It's true. It's not me. It's it COVID. True. It's so true. And yeah. like, I, it's another thing too, right? Like, if you ask anybody our age or even like, you know, plus or minus five years, they're probably not exactly where they want to be. They're probably no. like on the road to where yeah. they want to be. Yes. And they're excited to figure out who future them is. Yeah. I think the interesting thing is that, you know, we just need to find a route where we believe that we are on the path. Mm-hmm. And as long as you feel like you're on the path, like you're, you're getting some sort of fulfillment. So like if you take a step back and like look at either the people around you or the position in your, that you're in and you don't see the path, then you're not believing. So here's my three-step process. Yeah. This is my, my little my mantra, my motto that I grew up with, um, and it's actually from this little band that I bought from uh, the Beijing Olympics. Um, it was a band that said, dream, believe, achieve. This really impacted me because, you know, growing up, like, I felt like I needed a system. And while this sounds like something you would find in a Hallmark gift card or like something at bed bath and beyond which we love uh, bed bath and beyond don't don't get us straight like love bed bath and beyond i was actually terrified of bed bath and beyond i think because i don't know why i was claustrophobic and bed bath joanne's and michael's maybe it's the smell because joanne smelled like grandma nothing against my mom because she is a grandma right now but it smelled like <laughs> old people and in bed bath whenever my mom would make me go I would sit in a corner on one of like the poofy like chairs that they had and I wouldn't go. I, th- I don't know why, but now we love Bed Bath. It's clean. We, we love we the do. candle section and I'm going on a tangent. So continue to what you were saying about. Oh, that. no, you, you're all good. <laughs> love the tangents. I'm here Thank for you. it. Thank you. Um, so, okay. Although dream, believe, achieve sounds really stupid. Allow me 60 seconds to try and like convince you that it's not. So three step process, you have to follow the steps. So dream, believe, achieve. Step one, dream. You have to have a dream. You have to have something that you are looking forward to. For you, it's the singing, it's the performing, it's the acting. For me, it's being able to make a tangible, positive impact on someone's life, to be able to be creative, to be able to help people. Those are our dreams. Next, believe. Once you have that thing that you really want to strive for, you have to believe that you can get there. If you don't believe in yourself, if you don't develop that self-confidence, you will never get to your dream. 
people don't just like accidentally like oopsie just achieved my dream didn't really try too hard that doesn't Mm -hmm. really happen in real life Mm -mm. so once you believe in yourself and that can be supported by like working hard at it right like if you put in the work you get more confident about your ability you believe in yourself awesome we got step one we got step two you have your dream you believe in yourself now step three achieve you need to go out passionately you have your dream you're carrying that with you you believe in yourself go out every day unapologetically and get after whatever it is that you want i'm I'm snapping i'm snapping once you dream believe and achieve you have your life iterative process it's an iterative cycle like and i call it a cycle because you have to repeat it Mm -hmm. because you will fall out of times where like you don't believe in yourself or like the dream kind of starts to fade a little bit and like you have to like reignite the cycle. But the most important part is to not give up. And as long as you don't do that, eventually you'll get where you're going. Have you gone through that process of your, your three steps being like during COVID and being back home in your new lifestyle? Yeah, probably. (laughs) So this is, this is another like interesting point to this, right? Is that sometimes we think we know what our dream is, yeah. but that changes. And it changes because our journey isn't always what we think it's going to be, right? But just because your life doesn't end up being the journey you had anticipated doesn't mean that it's not still an amazing, beautiful, fantastic journey. Mm-hmm. I mean, like some people, when they're kids, think that their dream is to be an astronaut but they end up you know being a ceo or being a lawyer being a mom being a dad like there's different things that like you know you just don't know when you're younger and Mm -hmm. we always like to think that in the current moment we're the smartest best most perfect version of ourselves like right of course we we've got our dream we know what who we are what we want right sometimes we have to be honest and be like yeah, no, I, I don't really. So during quarantine, I think, you know, I went through TikTok, you know that. Oh, I, yes. <laughs> like started trying to apply for um, extra gigs and stuff like that. And I think all of this was just an attempt to, you know, be creative, get to, you know, express myself because, you know, we were trapped in four walls and I just wanted to like have a semblance of being a human again but I think you know for me the journey was all about trying to you know stay on my path of trying to like make an impact on people's lives I just was you know kind of lost in the details of how exactly to do that and that's okay valid that's very valid. What have you learned about yourself during COVID? Have you had any like big revelations? Uh, and it can be positive and negative. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, yeah, so I guess going back to what we were talking about earlier, like I learned to slow it down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this year has felt like 10 years and also 30 seconds at the at the same time yeah like 
we kind of woke up and we we're like wait a second it's halloween and then now we're like oh, but it's felt like forever since i've been able to go to a bartender and be like hey can i have a bud light uh, like, or even just to people, go uh just go dancing uh yeah, that's what i fucking exactly. miss i miss shaking the like, booty <laughs> i i may not be able to 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 twerk with the best of them but do you know i, I just uh, learned how to twerk I, I just i'm not gonna show but i just <laughs> i just learned how to and i'm so proud of myself your listeners right. can't see you but like i can tell the listeners she's twerking right now she's just i'm just sitting uh, i'm just i'm just sitting <laughs> but i'm doing it in my seat but yeah twerking is really hard you have to have so much control on your butt and your yeah. and like your lower back i honestly i can't imagine ever being able to do that ever I mean, you can't, I Talk mean, some people who can. Yeah, if that's, you want. twerking is a skill. Twerking if nothing else a- from this podcast, take that away. Twerking a is a skill. Yes. This is a very strong skill. I don't know how people do it. And I hate people who can twerk. Good for you. <laughs> so yeah, I, I would say during COVID, um, twerking was not something positive that I added to my life skill bucket. <laughs> but, you know, I, I definitely felt like I was able to explore I had time to explore some of my like more creative interests that I didn't previously had because I was always on the move and um I am an extrovert through and through yes I'm really into personality psychology Myers-Briggs Enneagram all that stuff I love being under being able to understand why someone is the way that they are um and so for me like as an extrovert I'm an extrovert to the max. I love people. I want to be around you. I want to learn about you. I don't care who you are. I get a lot of energy from that and it makes me super happy. Um, and so during quarantine, you can understand that's a little difficult, right? Yeah. Um, and so I think it forced me to be a little bit more introspective than I normally am, mm-hmm. which is I think good for me because I think a lot of the time I just relied on my extroversion and I didn't take the time to like step back and reflect. So to answer your question, like 10 minutes after you asked it, um, I think for me taking like taking a little bit of time to smell the roses was very, very positive for me. That's great. I think it's so coming. I mean, you have been, you travel all the time over the year. And I feel like even in New York, I was always on the go. Even if I didn't really have anything planned for the day, I was always trying to do something, staying out as late as I can, even though I'm grandma and I like to go to bed early. And I remember, well, our, our two friends, Nick and Mike, um, I remember talking to Mike about it because he moved back home with his parents. And I, th- I probably, I know I said this in one of the earlier episodes, but we were talking about, cause he loves concerts. That's what he did. He would fucking go to these concerts. Even, uh, even our friend Nick, he's always out doing something. And Mike was saying, this is the first time that I actually get to relax and be in my room for more than an hour or more than just to sleep and actually learn about myself and learn about things that I didn't know I enjoyed before or just know what other what's going on with other people. And it's so interesting because I feel like I've definitely gotten more, not lazy, but I definitely like to be, stay inside and like 
not do as many things. And Mike was saying, I love it. Like I finally get to be lazy and I finally get to just sit and do nothing. And that it's so, like you said, just smelling the roses finally, it's actually kind of nice. Yeah. And it's a positive you can take away from quarantine, right? If nothing else, you've probably done something that you wouldn't normally do. And that there's a silver lining in that. Um, Whether you picked up a book that you read that maybe made you think a different way and you know, that could change, you know, how you, like your trajectory. This podcast, you know, COVID's in the name of the podcast. I don't know if this podcast is around if COVID didn't happen. It is a unique way that you've been able to, you know, share express your story, myself. Yeah. express yourself. And I think you have a lot of positive messages that like people can really benefit from hearing. And I like, you know, even if it just comes down to, getting sleep on the weekend. I don't know about you, but I used to have like pregames lined up for the next like two weeks in advance and like I'd be going out, hanging out with all these people. But now I've like done other things where like I now have like tangible skills to to show for it. And it's like kind of weird. Do you think that like once bars open back up that you'll be able to go back to your old life or do you feel like it's going to be more of a balance now oh god i mean i i'm not going back to my old life that's for sure because i'm not going back to new york anytime soon and i don't know how people are going to handle when things start opening up again like i feel like i'm not going to be comfortable going inside a bar for a good while because we who who was i talking i think i was talking to lily about this how the fact when it's time that we don't have to wear a mask, people are going to get so paranoid. Be like, wait, what? This is, we can go back when this is the new thing, when people have been telling us, don't be around other people and a bar, like you are on top of each other. I would like to go to, I miss rooftop bars. I would definitely love to do that. I miss my concerts. I would like to be okay doing that again, but I don't know. I, I don't know what the world is going to, come to when that starts even theater i don't know how that's going to happen how people are going to be comfortable going back and sitting in a theater with hundreds of people yeah a lot of people have said this but i feel like it's really going to take until the vaccine comes out absolutely there's public trust that is built that it's not going to turn you into a teenage mutant ninja turtle or something yeah it's true Um, but like you know i i have trust in the system that you know they put a lot of research into this. A couple of my friends have actually like um, signed up for the the testing of the preliminary like right. vaccine, um, and their experiences with it have been positive. Um, you know, the major hope is that it actually prevents people from from getting COVID. And once a significant amount of people receive the vaccine, you know, hopefully we can start slowly making our way back into our old life. What I've started to notice like in many places is that if you build it they will come if you open the doors people will come in droves we've had many places here in the carolinas and we're not the only ones i mean oh no hello la yeah um people are itching to get back out there i know and i i feel that i feel that i just want everybody to be safe happy healthy um and 
you know, I think getting the vaccine as quickly as possible to people who are most in danger is a good, effective way to do that. And, you know, I, I think if you were to, if I get my little crystal ball out right now, <laughs> and give it a, give it a little rub. Yes. Uh, I would probably think that we have like a roaring twenties type situation on our hands coming right around the corner. Mm-hmm. I think that as soon as we start breaking out of this, everybody is going to want to get out again. And I don't think anybody's like, think about this. The last time you went out, do you feel like you kind of took it for granted? Absolutely. Yeah. I remember the last time that I really went out and it was in New York. I was with Marley and we went, we went to go see things. We saw Jake. And oh, that nice. was the last time that I went out. We went to a concert. We were in Brooklyn. We hung out at a bar till like two in the morning got our um, diner food at the 24-hour diner near me. And that was really the last time I I went out because I didn't realize that was going to be the last time. And I kind of wish that I made it more, not impactful, but like had it affect me more or make it a bigger deal. Yeah. Because yeah, you're right, I did take it for granted. But like, here's another silver lining to this thing. The rest of our lives, I promise you, I will never, ever again in my life take going to the grocery store without a face mask on for granted ever again. Nope. And there being toilet paper available in the and aisle. Wipes. I will never, the wipes. In the wipes and soap, all that stuff. I will never take it for granted again in my life. And there's beauty in that. You know what I mean? Like, so another one of my, my big things is appreciating the little things. Yep. Um, and there's a whole story behind that too. Um, I won't go into it now, but basically okay. like the, the whole intent behind the little things is this. Something that is a very small deal to you might be a very, very big deal to other people. Mm-hmm. And um, in high school, we went on this like retreat and um, they didn't, like warn us like kind of how it was going to go down um and there was always one person who had gone on the retreat the year before that like knew the deal and so like the deal was this on the last night in the whole retreat we didn't have our phones um so it was like you were forced to talk to people and like you ended up making friends with people that you never talked before probably like in a meaningful way in your Mm -hmm. life last night they put us all like in a room turned off the lights lit a candle and the person who was the leader who was on the retreat the year prior went up, just spilt his guts. Mm. I remember to this day exactly who it was, exactly what he said. And he was one of my really good friends. And I didn't know half of the struggles he was going through. And one by one, each one of my classmates, and I went to a, like a smaller school, there was around like 120 people per grade. Almost every single person had something to share Mm -hmm. that I was extremely shocked by. One of my best friends since third grade started saying stuff that I was like, dude, I wish I knew. Like, I I felt like I should have known so that I could help you. And, you know, I I even went up and I shared my story. And um, the thing is this, like, when it comes down to it, I always try to have empathy for other people because you never, 
know what they're going through. Yeah. Especially in times like this, I feel like we can really benefit from thinking about taking a walk in other people's shoes because, you know, this has affected a lot of people in a lot of different ways. And for a lot of people, it's brought out issues that they didn't even know that they had. And so I feel like all of us being very human and caring about each other and, you know, those people like me, I know you're out there, the ones who don't like to share your issues and like you're bothering people. Don't do that. You're only going to like make it worse. Like take that first step and share it with someone. I was just about to say that. Like, I think a huge thing right now, I'm an open book. I'm always open, but I also think because of therapy, I have been able to be okay telling people how I feel and sharing my emotions and feelings. And I think right now it's very hard for people to let it out when this is such a hard time and it's okay if you're feeling this certain way, it's not good to bottle everything up. Like you have friends like us that if anybody needs to talk to them, we are there for them. And if that means just being there for them to listen, like for us to listen, or if they need to cry to somebody, we're, you got to do it. You have to let these emotions out because this is not good, especially people that, I mean, that are by themselves are in complete isolation. That's not good either. It's okay to let your feelings show and it's okay to show that vulnerable side. Yeah. That's something I have learned. Yeah. Yeah. Think about it this way. Let's say that, you know, I told you right now that I was really struggling with something and I didn't tell anybody. Like you would be like, yo, what are, what are you doing? What's going on? Yeah. In the same way. Now, if I turn it back on you and I'm like, like you being honest with yourself, if you in your heart know that you have something and you're not sharing it after you just saw how quickly you wanted to help me, Mm -hmm you have to realize that in the same way, I want to do the same exact thing for you. Yeah, We're all human. We all have something going on. But the beauty of this is that, um, so, okay, like the word empathy, right? To me, it means that like I, when I empathize with someone, I am taking a piece of their pain and I am carrying it with me. They literally do that all the time. And so by definition, if I take a piece of it, I'm literally like removing it from you. Mm -hmm. Right. And so you have less to bear by your, by yourself. And like, I want to do that for other people. Like I can carry that for you. You don't have to go through it alone. And I want to, like, I need people to understand. And it's not just me. It's people who care about anyone. And there's some people who are probably listening right now who probably think, and this is wrong, by the way, we'll get to that in a second. You may think like, ah, oh, I don't, I just don't think anybody cares enough. And that is categorically untrue. Yeah. yeah. I promise you, I promise you there's someone who cares about you very deeply and you have to take a step back and realize that just because you think it doesn't make it true. At the same time, it's so hard. I, I know for me, like if somebody's feeling pain or even sometimes I'll get mad at a friend that did something really stupid because I put them on such a high pedestal. And because of that, 
I'll get mad at them and I won't talk to them because I'm like, you did that to yourself. Why did you do that? I do the same thing with emotions. If somebody is feeling this is in this negative place, I will bring a little piece of them to me and I keep that negative, I can't talk, negativity with me. And I feel like, especially during this time, I want to be there for all my friends, but also hearing these stories, it makes me sad. And I, for any advice for this, how, how can you be helping people, but also not let it get or affect you? To answer this question, I'm going to give, I'm going to give you a story. Okay. So earlier on in the podcast, I mentioned how I almost died. Yes. Quick spark notes of the whole story. So I, I was on story. a beach. <laughs> yes, you do. Because yes. you're my friend. Yes. Um, and I, I like to tell everybody because I need people to understand when I tell this story, I don't feel bad about it. And like, yeah, I almost died. So it's like, supposed to be traumatic but in this life we have to be about spinning negatives into positives mm -hmm. right we only have a certain amount of time we need to like you know we need to make the best of it and by taking the things that wore you down and again like a muscle like allowing yourself to grow from it mm -hmm. is exactly what you need to do and I know that's easier said than done, but that's exactly my mission with people that I want to encourage them to be able to do. So my story is that I was on a beach and I was like 200 meters away from my friends and family. There was like this bowl of sand. This is a bizarre near-death experience, by the way. If anybody else has it, that would be incredible. Um, so like there was a group of kids and they told me that the only way I could play with them is if I built this magic like escape route from the bowl of sand. Um, so I started building and um, they all said that they had to go. And me being the stubborn little kid I was yes. said, okay, I need to finish my little escape hole through the side of this big mound of sand. So when I went to go take like one last scoop, the whole entire thing fell on top of me and I was covered all the way up like my whole entire body was covered um, all the way down to my ankles. So the only piece of my body that was sticking out was my feet. I was under like three, 400 pounds of wet sand. I could not move an inch and it was pitch black. I could not breathe, just completely face down, immobile. that space right there is exactly what I could hear. Nothing. And so for me, like in that moment, you always think about it because you see it in the movies. Like, what would I think about? Mm -hmm. For me, I was thinking, is this it? Like, am I going to die? Yeah. And, you know, I started praying and if you're listening to this, if you're religious or not, when you find yourself in that moment, you're going to probably be saying something to somebody. Yeah. And I promised that I would try and be a better person if I was given a second chance. And knowing that I was literally covered in a pile of sand and only my feet were sticking out and no one was in anywhere of a range, 
I was probably gone. And so after about five minutes passed, that's when I finally like let go of the reins and said, yeah, I, I think, um, I think I'm gone. And right at that moment where I made the decision that I was gone and that I was dead and I was about to pass out, I felt a hand on my ankle and I was pulled out. And when I finally came to on the beach, there was a line of 20 people who had done tug tug of war with me and my body in this pile of sand. Mm -hmm. And um, when I could finally like speak again, I said like, how did you find me? And my parents said that this couple came up to them out of everybody on the beach and said that they needed help pulling this boy out of the sand. And it just so happened to be me. And then when they turned around to say, thank you for saving our son's life, they were mysteriously gone. I like to think to this day, they were kind of like my guardian angels or something like that. Mm -hmm. The reason why I want to take you through the story in answering this question is that I was so close to having everything completely erased. I was healthy. I was happy. I was, you know, I had nothing wrong in my life up until that point in my life. There was no reason why anyone would expect that I wouldn't be around the next day. But just like that, I realized how lucky we are to have every single second. And I think that's so powerful and impactful to know that like we should be making something out of every second of this life and to circle back and say like, okay, like how do you shoulder, you know, other people's pain? The, the way it connects is this, like if once you make the decision that everything in this life is temporary, you know that, you know, nothing can bog you down except anything that's permanent. Right. So like over quarantine, quarantine is temporary thing. Mm -hmm. It stinks for us all, but it's eventually going to go away. Yeah. If I had lost my life that day, I wouldn't have anything. Yeah. And so I'd rather be in quarantine than not be alive. And um, in terms of being able to carry things for other people, like I learned that like through that experience, I wanted to be a better person. And part of that was me helping other people. And I found that like, you know, I really do deeply care about other people. And because I want you to, to be good, to be happy, um, to live your life to the fullest, like I learned that I need to when I almost died, I don't care what you have to throw at me. I want to do it for you because I want to help you live your best life just like how I got my second shot at life. Do you have any words, any other words of wisdom, any, ed, any more advice, just anything else for people during this hard time? I mean, I, I, I mean, like, I'm like a little, uh, I'm like a little, uh, a button. You like, you slap me and like, I'll come out with another like motivational phrase for you. Yep. <laughs> um, like I would say that like the biggest thing is like, for me, 
um, in thinking about success and failure is that you never, ever, ever truly fail if you learn something from the experience. And like, you know, we all are on our path trying to figure out our way, right? And so, you know, don't be afraid to fail because like everything else we've been saying in this podcast, hardship and failure will only make you stronger like a muscle. The more adversity that you're facing, the adversity that you're feeling right now, sitting listening to this podcast during a pandemic, it will make you a stronger person. And you might not realize it right now. Right now, it might have you shaved all the way down to where you feel like you have no more left to give. Mm -hmm. And just knowing that when you look up, there's a glimmer of, you know, future you who learned from this. Think of, just take a step back to the last bad thing that happened in your life or something. It might not be the last thing. You might not be over that yet. And that's okay. Yeah. But like, think about something bad that happened in your life that put you on a good path. Something like, just think, you know, this is also kind of a dating podcast. Yes. <laughs> think back to an ex and think oh. about what positive impact they had on you. This might be a difficult exercise for some of you, but for me, like I think back on my exes and like I have tangible positive things that I learned from them. And I think it's healthier to think about what they did that made you a better person than what they did that made you a negative person. Agreed. Even in so, friendships. Yeah. Yeah. We learn a lot from other people. And look, people, they grow, they change. Like, and sometimes it's easier to just chalk it up and just say, like, oh, my ex is shit. They're such an awful human being. I hate them. Right. Right. I challenge you, a listener at home, think about something that you learned that was positive from it. Like, and just try and get in that iterative process of like, okay, something bad happened. It's okay that I feel bad right now, but like, you know, how am I going to go in a positive direction from here? Mm -hmm. And it might be years down the line before you can actually look back at something and say like, okay, because of that, like I became a better person in this way. I guarantee you in the next two years after I almost died, I was not immediately thinking of it as a positive experience in my right. life. But now like it's probably one of the singular most traumatic things that happened to me, but I don't view it that way at all. Right. Like I'll tell anybody about it. And it's because like it ignited a positive thing in me, even though it was a very negative event. And I want people to know that yes, quarantine, COVID, all of this stuff, horrible, really bad event, but it might just spark something very, very positive in you that you just can't see right now, but just have the faith that in the future, once we get out of this thing, it might be the sole thing that puts you on the path of being the best you out there. Mm. I love that. You know, <laughs> did you watch SpongeBob? Do you watch SpongeBob? Did you do? <laughs> did you? I wumbo, you wumbo, yishi wumbo. Oh yeah. So the imagery, I just, <laughs> I don't know why. Just all of a sudden, when you were talking about that, we were talking about how like it's okay to like hit quote unquote rock bottom, you know. And <laughs> you, I think you know where I'm going. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yes, that's literally what I was thinking. I was literally thinking, okay, okay, so. The lowest that you could get, 
in the dark depths they are there that's where spongebob and pat was it just i think it was spongebob and patrick and then you keep going up and you have bikini bottom and then next thing you know you're gonna be on that fucking island that i mean they the, they almost fried to pieces but that's it that was my imagery that i literally thought that it's okay to hit that rock bottom but you're gonna keep floating up in the water in the ocean and you're gonna get to that island with the sun and it's gonna be okay. I don't know why I thought of that, but that just happened. Yeah, no, I mean, I love SpongeBob. There's a whole bunch of good analogies you could come up. We, I'm sure we probably all feel like Sandy right now. We're all trapped in our bubble. Oh my God, I didn't even think of that. But think about this for a second. Sandy was a squirrel in the ocean, right? <gasps> Like, homegirl was literally the definition of someone who didn't know how to exactly be them and was, like, you know, so uniquely standing out, right? But the thing about Sandy, just like all of us in quarantine, trapped in our bubble, she eventually learns that, like, you know, she is a squirrel. And, like, she learns how to, like, that she, like, was all of her feelings were valid for like feeling like she stood out in a different way. And she like eventually comes to and finds out who she is. So I just can't like believe Sandy we just, <laughs> I can't believe <laughs> we just started talking there. about SpongeBob. That's good. That's very good. Ryan, thank you so much for wanting to be on the podcast. Thank you for wanting to be this episode. Thank you for just being you and sharing your stories and your words and it's i really hope that anybody everybody that listens to this like i said really just listen to what you say because it helps and it's gonna help and i know the stories that you've told me and your your feedback that you've given me i have taken it in and i have put it into my life so i thank you it's really really dope it's really dope well, I thank you for your friendship too. I, you've been an awesome positive influence and I love your drive to, to care about people and want to make a positive impact in their lives as well. So thank you for this. Thank you for your podcast. I really love this. And um, anybody who made it to this part in the podcast, thank you too. You're an awesome human being. I hope you have a great day. <laughs> that was great. That's great. Do What is your social media? So everyone can, um, if you want them to follow you, if you want... I mean, they should look at your TikToks. They should as well. I'm just saying. <laughs> Maybe some of them. Maybe some of them. I'm just saying. My my Instagram is rhorga01. It might be tagged in whatever thing um, Courtney puts up. And it then will be. Mm-hmm. I'm also um, going to be starting a motivational podcast yep. um, called Odd Half Full. So yes. if, uh, if you are looking for, you know, some sort of motivation, I would love for you to trust me and to try and pump you up. You better listen. Podcast for podcast. Yeah. (laughs) And there you have it. That was episode 12. I really hope that you enjoyed listening to me and Ryan talk, real talk, have some real conversations. And also talk about SpongeBob and Sandy Cheeks. That was so flipping good that we we basically are our own Sandys when you think about it. <laughs> I hope you liked this episode. I hope you liked all the episodes. And if you have, like and share and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor. 
Um, follow the Instagram, the Facebook, still thinking about getting a Twitter. Let me know if you think it's a good idea or not. And until next time on It's Not Me, it's COVID. I'll see you later.